everybody. Today is May 23rd, 2021, and I am getting into a lot of news today, covering a lot of topics from tech to governments to, well, entertainment even as well. So let's jump right into it. First thing I wanted to get into is the fact that Oxford University recently used cell phone data to track millions as part of a government-ordered vaccine study. Now, we know that our cell phones are actually more invasive than anyone tells us, but to have the UK government admit it here is shocking. Uh, the UK government has admitted it used phone data to analyze people's movement patterns without their knowledge as a part of a vaccination study. Officials are said to have preserved the subject's anonymity. Uh, the Telegraph, a news agency out of the UK, cited a report by an independent scientific pandemic insight group, which said the researchers from the University of Oxford discreetly used data from mobile phones as part of their study into how vaccinations affect people's lifestyles. This seems to be like the beginning of a lot of Big Brother-esque monitoring, right? We, we've known they've done it before, but this may go further than even Big Brother. This may be Big Father, you know what I mean? You really want to know what you're being watched and monitored on. The scientists were said to have dug through cell phone mobility data for 10% 10 for 10 of the British population. Between looming COVID passports and vaccine phone surveillance, the UK government is turning more and more and more into that big brother state. And why now? What about COVID gave everyone the right to start doing this? And just like the Patriot Act in America in 2001, why was it used under the guise of something they deemed to be overly moral and necessary? And why was the infrastructure for doing so already there? Uh, there's a couple reasons that it could have been. I'm going to use a member reporting here. Uh, Riel, as many of you may know him, came across an interesting company the other day in Manitoba. It's one called IDF Fusions. It is a technology-based company working on permission click to develop a free app to allow Manitobans to ask for assistance and volunteer to connect to provide support they need during the COVID-19 crisis. It is a ultra-secure mobile smartphone platform for government, enterprise, and military organizations. After a lengthy worldwide search for a partner, Griffon selected ID Fusions to lead their highly critical projects. Now, I'm going to make a couple connections here. You heard the name of this company, right? IDF Fusions. ID Fusions. Who do we know in intelligence world that is really, really keen, really, really focused on these smart cities and these cybersecurity areas? Yeah. Mossad and Israeli intelligence, right? And not only is there blatantly made connections in the name, uh, Rio also reported to me that there's lots of 
organizations and agencies in Canada that go under the guise Canada Partnership with Israel, Canada Canadians for Israel, Canada, that go into a lot of these social work programs and even try to recruit Canadians to illegally join the IDF. For whatever reason, this Zionist movement isn't just in Israel, right? We see that in America. We see that now in Canada. Israel really has seemingly its fingertips in things all over the world. Now, this company, ID Fusions, has partnered with at least 16, 17 companies in Canada, as it quotes, and its connections are growing. You kind of wonder why this hasn't been noticed before. You kind of wonder why this isn't something more talked about. But things come up as they become relevant, right? And it's just important, and I felt it was important, to make these connections known and get them out there. Now, governments all over the world are kind of in panic mode and and shutting down for a lot of different reasons. From aljazeera.com, we had the Nepal president dissolving parliament uh, to cite a new election in November. He says neither the caretaker party or the opposition leader were able to demonstrate a majority to form a new government. It's plunged into a fresh political turmoil and dissolved parliament and fixed general elections in November amid a worsening COVID-19 outbreak in the area. Saturday's surprise announcement comes after the presidential statement said neither of these parties could come together and figure something out. Why is no one able to work together in a in a world where so much of what bureaucratic policy preaches and governments preach to us is unity, building back better together? It, why can they get nothing done on their end? We see it in Nepal, but we also see it in Samoa right now. The head of state of Samoa also disbanded its parliament. It abruptly canceled a parliamentary session expected to confirm the Pacific nation's first change in government in almost 40 years. The head of state ordered this to happen late Saturday on Facebook. Quoting, until such a time to be announced and for reasons that I will make known in due course. Basically, I can't tell you why right now. I don't want to tell you why right now, but I'm stopping the government. I'm definitely stopping them from changing anything, whether it's for the better or the worse, right? The appointed head of state's decision was the latest twist in political crisis that erupted after the April night general elections ended in a 25-25 tie between the FAST party and the incumbent Human Rights Protection Party, with one independent candidate. What does this accomplish? Why is, instead of no one trying to figure it out, everyone just shutting everything down? There's a couple tragedies going on in the world too. The Democratic Republic of Congo had a volcanic eruption for the first time in nearly two decades Saturday. Uh, I'm going to go through some photos reported by Forbes here on the screen. 
the Mount Niriragongo, one of the world's most active and dangerous volcanoes, erupted suddenly Saturday night, turning the sky red in the eastern Congo city, a major hub for trade and transport. The city activated its evacuation plan, which saw thousands fleeing from the city, many on foot, about 8,000 seeking refuge in neighboring Rwanda. However, the city's 2 million residents prepared for the worst. The region's military governor, General Constant Nadima, said Saturday that the lava halted on the outskirts of Goma, meaning luckily the city seems to be spared. In addition to property damage, Nadima said five people were killed in the accidents related to the eruption, according to a provisional estimate. The, pre the previous eruption in 2002 killed hundreds and left more than 100,000 people homeless. As it would seem, they were able to notify people of this coming crisis soon enough to really limit the lives lost. And luckily, it seems that property damage is going to be lighter than previous eruptions. You really feel for these people. You hate that they live in such a volatile region where things seem to come at them not only from human rights but natural disasters and thoughts go out to them we we hope to see that neighboring countries like rwanda really help them seek refuge and and provide assistance where they need it but we will keep you up to date on this story it came out yesterday that the Jeffrey Epstein prison guards admit they did not make required checks and cut a deal to avoid jail time. Tova Noel and Michael Thomas admitted they failed to make required checks on the convicted child sex trafficker the night that Epstein was found hanging in his cell. The two admitted to falsifying records about their work that night. However, both men avoid jail time in exchange for agreeing to cooperate with an ongoing investigation into Epstein's death conducted by the Justice Department. Wow. We make jokes on the internet all the time, like Epstein didn't kill himself, but this could be a potentially big step in the investigation to finding out if he actually did or not. You really hope to see that the Justice Department gets down to brass tacks and comes up with actual answers here. I would love to see something, you know, turn from an internet meme into real information and something that enforce law enforcement can do something about. Because the people that, pure speculation here, the people that killed that man we're covering their own ass, right? Whoever you might think did it, they are covering their own ass and you want to see them held accountable. You want to see what they were covering themselves for or who the hell was covering themselves. Now, also in American politics, we recently had a infrastructure bill proposed by Joe Biden, right? It has not reached any agreements in congressional uh, meetings. But CNN State of the Union, Richmond said the president's effort to garner bipartisan support was made into a serious matter. It's a sincere effort to move this country forward, but the president has been very clear, inaction is not an option. Biden has reduced the size of the initial infrastructure proposal from $1.7 trillion to $1.7 trillion from $2.25 trillion last week to try to meet Republicans' concerns about the scope and definition of 
infrastructure. Joe Biden wants this done soon. He wants this passed. You wonder what the scope of the White House staff calls infrastructure is because it seemed to be way too big. It it was ranging from anything to new roads to new jobs to new public works programs, kind of almost a rehashing of what you saw in the Great New Deal era earlier in this country, right? We know that the Great New Deal was the start of a lot of social programs that led us more into a, well, socialistic society, a government-provided lifestyle society. You have to wonder if the same thing's going to happen here, right? Senator Roy Blunt from uh, Montana said on Fox News Sunday, there are about a week or 10 days to come to an agreement. So we are expecting to hear something from all of this soon. But bipartisanship really needs to be the focus here, not because we want these parties to agree, but because we want all concerns to be raised and the best thing for the American people to be decided on. Of course, maybe these congressmen per normal don't actually decide what's best for us and more so decide what's best for their pockets. But at least they're taking hesitation here and not dealing out massive social public works in the name of current panic about today's world. That is it for world news today on May 23rd. I hope you guys are having a great day and I will see you soon.